Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at it is Z Sports. And you like our Facebook page at it is Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show, for our business, and for you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the Nashville area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu is where we are today. Mandu is the pulse of fitness where one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com, your first workout is absolutely free. Wilson County Hyundai for your brand-new vehicle. Check them out at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Subtle, if you're looking for new hardwood floors to get the equity in your home, calvinandsubtle.com. And the Bone and Joint Institute, where we were yesterday, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. So, Zach, I was just – where, what were you doing when you saw that Adoree Jackson and Dennis Kelly were cut? Because I was a, <laughs> you don't want to know. I, I was about to go to the grocery store, and I was like, I feel like I cannot get off Twitter at this moment because everything is so fired up in reacting to what happened. And then I felt like I was gonna, you know, throw uh, Titans takes at everybody in Kroger who made eye, eye contact with me because I was that like re- excited and energized by the move they made as unpredictable as it kind of was, but it did, I feel like send a a shot of adrenaline into a lot of Titans fans. I was throwing trash into a dumpster when I (laughs) uh, actually found out and real, real talk, real story. That's what I was doing when uh, I found out the news, but then my mind started to go to work on why, why would they do this? Now, first thought is pretty easy of money they're trying to save money and what adoree jackson did last year now let's face it the adoree jackson move was based off of play or lack thereof if adoree jackson comes out last year and plays like malcolm butler did yeah he ain't cut he's still on this team regardless of the price tag but because of the reliability or lack thereof i think that's the reason why john robinson made this move and they had to switch around their defense. Their defense was not very good. Even when Adoree was on the field late in the season, John Robinson, I think, obviously talking to Mike Vrabel, one of the reasons why they promoted Shane Bowen, I think they're kind of telling us that it's not the coach's <laughs> fault. It's the player's no, fault. They told us that in season. Well, now their actions no, are telling us that, that on the other side. They haven't like just the double down on that message was the promotion of Shane Bowen. The triple down on the message that it wasn't the uh, the coaches, it was the players' fault, is that they allowed Jayon Brown to walk, they allowed Daquan Jones, they cut Malcolm Butler, cut Kenny Vaccaro, uh, and then cut Adoree Jackson, uh, and, and are basically flipping near like half of the starting defense, if not more than that, by the time the, the season actually gets here, that they are tripling down on the coaches aren't the problem, the players were the pl- problem. Do you believe that? Like, is that something that you actually subscribe to, that you actually uh, believe that the coaches weren't the issue, it was the players? Because the players were the same these year before, for the most part, when Dean Pease was the DC. Well, I, I look at it, doesn't matter what I think. It only matters what the Titans think. So uh, it well, doesn't. It does matter. No, what no, you it doesn't. It do- I'm asking this on our but show. What I, that's what I'm saying. But what I'm telling you is, it doesn't matter. What John Robinson says is what John Robinson is going to do. So as for fans out there, you adapt as your favorite team 
makes moves and prioritizes. So I look at this as it doesn't really matter. The one thing that we'll find out is next year with these new players, because they will have to get new players, they cannot fill the roster right now. They don't have enough wide receivers, and they don't have enough starting cornerbacks, even though Janoris Jenkins was signed, which we'll talk about here shortly. But I don't know. My initial reaction is that triple down, as you just said, and they need new players on defense to improve so they don't get in the same situation as they did last year as a liability against a Houston Texans team going down to the wire because they can't stop anybody. Yeah, And that's what it was. They couldn't stop anybody in Green Bay. They couldn't stop anybody in Houston. It took Derrick Henry in a massive performance and an A.J. Brown 50-plus yard catch to win that game. Yeah. So, uh, John Robinson, I, I change, right? That's the only way that you're going to win a Super Bowl is to change. Don't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. So I kind of respect John Robinson, and he's doing this strategically to save money, yes. in which so, we knew he had to do. So let's get to that part of it, because the Titans could cut a Dory Jackson. This is the last draft class where you could cut the first-round draft pick after picking up the fifth-year option, and there'd be zero penalty. Like They cannot, for hypothetical purposes, if they decide to pick up Rashawn Evans' fifth-year option in May, which I doubt they're going to do, but if they decide to do that, they can not just decide to cut him after the next season before that fifth-year option and get away with it. They will be penalized for that with a cap number. Adore Jackson, the benefit of cutting him is his entire $10-plus-million-dollar cap hit in salary is woof, gone. And so you save that, plus cutting Dennis Kelly saves you another $3-plus-million-dollars so now you got almost $14 million extra dollars under the salary cap by cutting these two guys. And really, we should we didn't think about this, but the Lamb guy they signed the other day, that's your new right tackle. Welcome to town. And starting at right tackle is another guy. Well, the, why you sign a player is to play. Yeah, but but there could be a, a, a reason we could say, well. No, that, you sign a player to play. Well, but This is the first. Awesome. Zach, don't be naive to that. Zach, they signed a guy on the first wave of free agency. He's going to play. But they signed Ty Sambrio last year in a similar time frame. Of he was an early addition to the free agent class, and they signed him to be the swing tackle. It's not crazy to think that Lamb could have been signed as the swing tackle, but for a two-year deal with ups upwards of eight and a half million dollars, yeah, that's that's your new right. Sambrio, what was his contract? It was a one-year deal for a couple mil. So it wasn't that big again. Of a deal. The, the, your apples and oranges. That doesn't make any sense. The point was... Uh, th it didn't make sense. Okay, right, we'll talk about Dennis Kelly a little later. But the <laughs> Titans do save $13.5 million, uh, $13 million around from cutting a Dory Jackson and Dennis Kelly yesterday. So here's what this means, in my opinion. What John Robinson is, is showing us, his philosophy for this roster moving forward. Because the easy part of John Robinson's job when he took over the Titans' GM role was to flip the roster because they sucked. They were awful. There was a lot of practice squad level guys on the team. The running backs were Bishop Sankey and Sean Green and Dexter McCluster. The wide receivers were even worse than that. The, the corners were the worst position on the field, and he flipped it. That's the easy part is to become competitive. Now that they are competitive, they had five straight winning seasons. It's how do you continue to stay relevant and to take those next steps without just killing yourself with a salary cap and it's only by re-upping re your franchise-changing players. 
and only by attaching yourselves and riding with your franchise-changing players and moving on from everybody else who you don't think is that level. Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, Taylor Lewan, Kevin Byard, those are your foundational members of this organization, and they have a bunch of replaceable guys underneath that are not on rookie contracts. Now you've got A.J. Brown who will get paid, Jeff Simmons who's on his way to getting paid, and some others. But his philosophy is Adoree Jackson's replaceable. Malcolm Butler's and the Kenny Vaccaro's and the Adam Humphreys, they're veterans. They will be cut and be replaced by younger, cheaper players. I'm just thinking about it. You said A.J. Brown and Jeffrey Simmons are on their way to get paid and some others. There are no some others. That's incorrect. There are no... no uh, Nate Davis. Nate Davis is one other. But besides that, I don't see anybody else getting paid. I think I like Amani Hooker. I mean, but again, like he's not. He'll like, have to play his way. We're into talking a about a garden strong. But state. but so, what I'm saying is that is the issue that they, you know, the stair stack level. We'll talk about first round picks at some point. Yeah. Isaiah Wilson won't get that opportunity. He's no longer on the roster, right? So all of these things said, let's ask the question live from Mandu about what happened to a Dory Jackson yesterday and get you guys involved. Was yesterday by cutting a Dory Jackson, in your opinion? A good idea or a bad idea? Knowing the landscape of the cornerback room now, right? Was it a good idea or a bad idea for John Robinson to cut Adoree Jackson? Yeah, interesting question, and I'm definitely interested in, in what you guys think about this. Good idea or bad idea to cut Adoree Jackson? But first, real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu. That's where we're at this morning in Green Hills. It's also St. Patty's Day, so I've got my green on by repping the Mandu brand. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's a 15-minute workout. Not 50, 15. That's it. You're in and out of here so quickly. You get a real workout where you're getting all of your muscle fibers and all of your muscle groups activated, and you're simulating five-plus hours in the weight room with the 15 minutes of full-body electronic muscle stimulation. The best part is it's for anybody of any age, of any athletic level or any fitness level, you can walk into Mandu and start to achieve your fitness goals immediately. Mandu.com, your first workout, is absolutely free. AZ Sports, two things you need to know. First off, sign up for our bracket challenge. You can win $500 cold, hard cash, homie, right there. Before Friday, sign up. You can go to our website plus our social media. I'll tweet that out later today. Also, Facebook and Instagram that as well. The second thing is, you need to download the BetMGM app. They are the title sponsor of our show. Use promo code ATOZ Sports. They got great prom promotions coming up. They have to have to do the NCAA tournament in March Madness. And you could just win money. I am streaking. Again, last night, the NBA did me right. I didn't put a ton of money down last night. I didn't have a ton of bets that I loved, but I did have some bets that I, I liked and I went, went against what I usually do, Austin, mm -hmm. and I bet on the Los Angeles Lakers and won because they played the Timberwolves, and the Timberwolves are terrible. But you can have the opportunity to bet with BetMGM. Download the app today, promo code A to Z. Sports. All right, tons of comments flying in. Was it a good idea or a bad idea for the Titans to cut a Dory Jackson? I see Steven says great. Rob says good. I just don't think he's lived up to the hype at corner. Special teams he has. No, Rob. Special teams, Adoree Jackson was bad. Like, Adoree Jackson had a couple. He had two punt returns returned for a touchdown that were both called back for penalties his rookie year. 
Everything other than that was awful when it comes to his special teams uh, attributes. He relinquished his He duties. was actually <laughs> decent at cornerback up, up until the 2020 season, and he was above decent. He was pretty good in 2019 uh, at corner. Uh, Patrick says, great idea. Apollo says, it was a good idea, mainly because he isn't worth $10 million. Tommy says, great. Nick says, great. Brian says, great. Sean says, amazing idea, cutting a Dory Jackson. Indy's Destructible says, great idea because can replace him for a lot less money. Primetime says, good idea. They looked at cornerback class and they saw that he was expendable. Kevin, good idea. OG, the first bad idea I've seen. Uh, if the Titans don't sign another vet or draft a quarterback in round one. Chris says, good. Max says, bold strategy. We'll see how it plays out uh, for him. Uh, let's see. Aaron, good idea. Corey, good idea. Zach Goodman, bad idea. Good idea if Desmond King comes back. Newsflash, Desmond King is probably not coming back um so you can adjust your <laughs> news flash on a probably but uh look highly I, doubt desmond right it's just back. that news flash if they're not they're not bringing back if he already Br- signed i think that's a news they're flash. not bringing back anybody on the defense who was a free agent i i don't disagree with you but here here's i think why i'm laughing so many is if two days ago and look what what do we know now if two days ago we would have asked this question to this audience should the Titans cut a Dory Jackson? Everybody would say no. No, I don't think so. I think a Dory Jackson became so polarizing this year. I think I don't know if it'd be fifty. Polarizing? Yes. Because do, do you not remember he didn't how play. I know that. And do you not remember during the season when we didn't know what was going on with the Dory Jackson's knee, everybody's out here calling him soft. Why can't he play? Why can't a Dory Jackson play? He needs to toughen up. There were a lot of Titans fans who were against the fact that Dory Jackson was out with a knee injury. Like, which, which boggled my mind. Cause I'm like, if the guy's injured, he can't play. Like it's not his it's fault. Just 10 he, weeks. And they, they, they didn't, it was mishandled by the coaching staff. And he clearly had a setback, which you also can't predict. But then Mike Vrabel just wouldn't tell us. Mike Vrabel wouldn't oh, tell us well, what the hell is going on. Welcome which, to covering uh, Mike Vrabel. Uh, I understand that, but that leads <laughs> The fan base to be thinking Adore Jackson's the softest player alive. Welcome to the Tennessee Titans. I, I don't have to welcome me. I've been here. I'm just explaining the situation. Yeah, because well, I think if we asked this question on Monday, it would have been probably 70%. I think 60 40 no, bad I, idea. No, I, I, yes. I think it would have been closer to 50 50 than you would than you expect. I, I I don't think so. So is it a good idea or a bad idea? Like I I I, I you Pros and cons. I see the pros in this move on what they're trying to do. As I alluded to earlier, the Titans have to change their personnel on defense. John Robinson has stated that his actions dictate that. They are doing it, right? They're getting rid of guys. Malcolm Butler, gone. Kenny Vaccaro, gone. Adore Jackson now, gone. They had the highest paid secondary in the NFL at $54 million. They just cut. And they were slow. They just cut $24 million. Because they were bad. Yeah. And Kevin Byard was not good last year. He would probably admit that himself. Nobody was. Yeah. Malcolm Butler was adequate, but he wasn't worth the money he was being paid for it, right? Mm-hmm. That's the hard part, mm-hmm. is your best player was overpaid, and everybody else wasn't very good. So I, I understand it. My final answer on this I admit that if you asked me this two days ago, I would have said bad idea. Same. So I would have been a part of, I think, the majority. Today, I I think I see more of the light because now I understand what they are trying to do on defense. So I will say good idea. 
I like the money that they saved. Now, here's here's the caveat. What are you going to do with the cash? Yeah. Now that you have the money, are you going to go get good players? Are you going to go take a chance on, you know, Stephon Gilmore? Is that is that an, even an idea? Or are you going to just replace them with draft picks and bet on Christian Fulton being better in his second year? Yeah. Well, that, that has bet to on Amani Hooker replacing Kenny Vaccaro right out of the gate and becoming your starting safety right next to Kevin Byard. What are you going to do? Are you going to shift this money because of your cap structure to the offensive side of the football because you don't have any wide receivers or tight ends that can play and be playmakers besides A.J. Brown? Like, what are you going to do with the money? I think that's my question. The best part is we will find out. A lot of people are saying Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay. We'll talk about, about, like, the priorities in free agency uh, here towards the end of, of today's show. So stick around for that. We'll... We'll definitely bring up Kenny Galladay for sure. I, I'm going to say good idea. I don't think it's a great idea. I don't think it's a horrible Man. idea. I, I think it's a good idea. So, by the way, a couple uh, things that have happened this morning. I saw the Buffalo Bills have signed veteran receiver Emmanuel Sanders, and Adam Kaplan just says the Raiders have signed veteran wide receiver John Brown. So the wide receiver market starting to pick up. Now, these are older slot guys that uh, have gone off the board this morning i feel like those guys when you sign them they never work with the Titans. well it's yeah with the Titans, right but again like that's just Uh, a quick update just to say history shows like i was i i would have been out on emmanuel sanders i would have been out on john brown i i I just those guys don't work for the tennessee Titans. okay so (laughs) my answer on this adory jackson thing is it's so it's like I the ten million dollars is a big deal, but the biggest deal, everything that changed with Adore Jackson and how the Titans felt about Adore Jackson, I think goes back on the injury. I it's agree. all about the injury. And I watched Buck's primetime show last night. I thought he's made a really good point. And he pulled an audio clip from John Robinson's press conference in February talking about how they need tough players who can fight through things and play through injuries and be successful. And they have a lot of those guys on the roster right now, but that's who they need to have. In the whole, like, in hindsight, knowing Adoree Jackson's gone and listening to that clip after the fact, you're like, man, the guy sounds like he's literally pointing out Adoree Jackson missing three months of the season with some type of mystery knee injury. I, I like. I, Adore, I do you think Dory Jackson like didn't like ball? I don't know, man. Because I like Dory Jackson. He's I did, a freak I did, athlete. I do too. I, I liked him when he was a recruit coming out of high school, and the Tennessee Vols were trying to get him, and he goes to UC, USC, and he wins the Thorpe Award. I liked him as the first round draft pick, 18th overall. He played really well his middle two years with the Titans at corner, and I thought he had a lot of ability to grow and develop into a potential shutdown corner for what that actually means in this day and age of the NFL of having a shutdown corner. I thought Adore Jackson had all the tools and who knows how things would be different if he didn't have that knee injury inside the bubble during a COVID practice where we couldn't watch. Who knows how things could be different because they signed up for the 10 plus million dollars before the knee injury. So they thought he was worth it before the injury and the injury tells me they changed everything. So I have to go along with the information that they're telling me and say it's a good idea that they believe Adoree Jackson can't bounce back from this and not for $10 million. Yeah, and that the money is big. 
and his play or lack thereof is big. Like, here's what I also am curious about. Like, if the salary cap wasn't cut by 17 million and in fact grown by 10 million, how it was in previous years, so there's a difference of like 26 million dollars in the salary cap, do the Titans move on from Adore Jackson? Or is this a combination of low cap and injury? Uh, I think a combination. Adore Jackson is not worth the money that they were going to pay him. And they believe they, that. Well, they, they said that. They said that he was in May. They said that he was 10 months ago. That's the, the be, well, but here's 10 the, months ago. Uh, here's the caveat. Our country was in a very different. No. There are two variables. Well, and here's the other variable. They had to make a decision on two first round picks. And the clear cut answer was a Dory over Corey. Based off of the money and, the, and what happened on the field in the first three years. It really necessarily Corey, Corey Davis's Corey Davis fifth year option was like fifteen million. I, I, There's no way in hell. But it was yeah, it was it was if, the performance. It was Corey Davis's lack of performance right. that forced them not to pick up that. So yes, we know that along with like Corey Davis Here comes Corey seeping back yeah, into our I'm broadcast. Saying, Corey Davis could have had two one thousand yard seasons because he he came up you know hundred. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying. Here. No, stop, dude. You're not. You're jumping the gun. Listen you, to what I'm saying. If it. Corey Davis would have had two 1,000-yard seasons in his first three years, I still don't think the Titans pick up $15, $16 million of a fifth-year option. That's my point. Well, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. But that the, the, let me make the point before you start laughing at what the point is. I can laugh happen. whatever the hell I want to well, laugh but you also, because it doesn't make any sense. That's also, a, that's a real, that's a, that is a ridiculous uh, was, if. That's a ridiculous. You're, you're, you're just making it more than it needs to be. It's a ridiculous. I was making a single point, and you're dragging it on. It's just a different, a ridiculous. He, he didn't. He's never been a thousand yard receiver. Uh, and you know what? My prediction is he ain't gonna be a thousand yard receiver. I don't know. The Jets will be down by a lot of points, and they will be throwing the football a lot. And Corey Davis is the only guy that had to throw the football. False. To. False one Ks. Oh. So is is his one K necklace gonna be cubic, cubic zirconia? I don't know. Does Corey <laughs> Davis deserve a two K necklace uh, from Derrick Henry? I say yes, he does. Uh, so does AJ Brown. So does Michael Pruitt. So does Johnny Smith. So does Kari Blasting Game. And so does Anthony. We just do, we have to know the value of that necklace. Two thousand dollars. It's not not that. Added <laughs> Maybe, uh, another zero. Yeah, I would say closer to two hundred. Oh, that's two more zeros. Yeah, I would say closer to two hundred thousand. Times, I mean, did he give Sam Brylow? He gave Lawan one. Lawan was only around for like four hundred yards. <laughs> Did he, That's Lawan, good value. I saw Lawan's Instagram story. Side note: Instagram story says when you when you did the the least amount on a group project, but still get an A plus. I mean, literally, it's literally exactly that. That's really good. It's really really good. All right, so let's let's talk about this because I think <laughs> we both have agreed that cutting a Dory Jackson to save the ten million dollars because of the cap situation and because of the injury, a good idea overall by the Titans. They quickly. Sign corner Janoris Jenkins uh, right after that. So let's react to that. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Calvin and Suttles. Yeah, Calvin and Suttles where you need to get your hardwood floors. Look, I, look around. These got good hardwood floors. If Manny yeah. needs to replace these bad boys, I know one place to call. That's Calvin and Suttle. Or they can go online at calvinandsuttle.com. One to two weeks, once you pick out your perfect hardwood floor, you can go into their showroom or they can bring you the, the specs and say, look, take a look at these. Take a look at these samples. Pick out your perfect hardwood for and renovate your home. Don't go selling or buying a new home. Just upgrade yours. CalvinandSuttle.com. You can go online today. They're trusted here in the Middle Tennessee area, whether you live in Clarksville, Brentwood, around Green Hills like Austin and I, 
or up in Gallatin. It doesn't matter. Middle Tennessee, they got you covered for your hardwood flooring needs. That's CalvinAndSubtle.com. Yep, A to Z Sports Live here from Mando and Green Hills. We're also powered by BetMGM. So download that app, sign up today, use our bonus code ATOZ Sports uh, with the BetMGM app, and you can receive a risk free bet up to 600 bucks. It's a massive time to take advantage of this offer because of what's going on later this week with. Uh, with college basketball tournament getting started. Again, the BetMGM app. Use our bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up on your first deposit and your first bet, a risk free bet up to $600 uh, right there. Uh, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800 889 9789. Zach Janoris Jenkins with the Titans to replace. Probably Malcolm Butler, right? That, that feels like Janoris Jenkins replaces Malcolm Butler, not necessarily Dory Jackson. How do you feel about that signing? Well, I liked how they worked. They moved quickly, right? So they didn't just let it linger and cut a Dory Jackson, cut Malcolm Butler, and they have nobody to defend a passing lead. It wasn't just like, yeah, we'll do it in the draft. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, I did have to look up, and I will, on how old Janoris Jenkins is. Older than Malcolm Butler. He's 32 years old. He's lost a step, but I think he has proved he can still play. Uh, I mean, I, I I like it. I don't love it. I like they, they got veteran leadership. He has experience. Uh, a lot of people think he's a not good person. Like, similar attitude on the football field to how Malcolm Butler played. Aggressive, physical, get after you. But off the field, not exactly a leader you're looking for. Uh, I, I, Personally, I'll just be be honest. I have no idea. Yeah, I'm just saying. Well, what I've heard and read up. Yeah, he's I, had off the field issues with the law. Like how remember, long ago? They found a dead body in one in a home that he owned in how Florida. Long, how long ago? Over the last, I mean, over the last eight years. I mean, the guy's been in the NFL for nine years. So since he came out of Florida as a high second round draft pick, there have been s- situations that have happened. Uh, I can't speak on uh, what kind of person he is. Uh, I I have seen him play because uh, I watch NFL football pretty consistently. I he, I don't think he is a liability. I don't think you sign a liability. He still has something to prove late in his career because he's 32. And cornerbacks, as we know, you lose a step once you get to 30. How long can you last after post 30? So uh, I, again, I I don't love it. I, I don't hate it. I, I'm right there, kind of in the middle of I'm glad they moved quickly for a veteran cornerback to at least fill a void that they have at that position. So I'm looking at the 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 dead sounds weird to say the dead body story for Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins' brother was charged with uh the crime of there being a dead body found in the house that Janoris Jenkins owned in Florida when he was playing with the Giants in 2018. Was, so he wasn't living there. He was not living there. So, uh, uh, look, I, I know there's liability there, but uh, I mean, he, his, his, he can't do anything what his brother does. Right. But, again, he has not been. Plenty of good guys have bad brothers. Yeah, yeah, right. Not saying he's a good guy. But, I, again, I, I can't uh, look into it and sit here and be there, like. Yeah. There's not a. There's, like, he's not like a. He's not a Boy Scout. He's not a model citizen. And the Titans don't have to have all Boy Scouts. Like. They've had those guys. They've been really good locker room community guys for a long time. Like they can afford to go sign a dude who's gonna 
rough stuff up and be a little rough around the edges and it not be that big of a deal. So, so Janoris Jenkins, I, I find we don't know what the contract deal is yet. So we don't know how much they're paying him, but I, I feel like it's, um, I, I feel like it's a, it's, He's he's probably equal to Malcolm Butler. It can't be a good teammate. Like Daniel says, and I don't know how the validity here is. The Saints players have said they hated to see him go. It was a great team, teammate that pushed other players. If you're a good teammate, again, Austin, like I, I don't want you to break any laws, but once you leave and you know on the I don't see you on the weekends, you can do whatever the hell you want, just like vice versa. But if you come to work every day, then I will respect you. If you are a uh, uh, a good person to work with or a teammate in that regard, then I'm okay with it. So I don't want to look too much into that. Can he play football and can he not be a liability? That's the, that, that is what I'm targeting because John Robinson, obviously on this roster is targeting guys that can play better than the players they had in 2020. Right. So Janoris Jenkins overall, I think it helps this football team because He's experienced. He's got like 26 interceptions in his uh, career as an NFL cornerback. I think they're, it's, a, it's a good spot to find a guy who knows what to do, knows how to play the game, and fits the on-field mentality that the Titans defense wants to be. So uh, I do like that. Um, I, I do think it fits. He can't, be the, he can't be the fix. He's not the fix. You have to go out there and still add – to this cornerback room. I still think they need another another veteran at cornerback to go along with Fulton, Janoris Jenkins, and a draft pick in the top 100 picks. They've got four picks in the top 100. I think one of them needs to be a corner. So let's shift and talk about Dennis Kelly because I think it shocked a lot of people yesterday when that news came down. But it sounds like from the information that we know here at A to Z Sports that it really wasn't a shock. Right, and, and I'll, I'll reference watching Buck's primetime show last night, and, and Buck mentioned that he was texting with Dennis Kelly uh, some yesterday. So the Titans cut Dennis Kelly. It shows John Robinson's ability to stick with the run game, right? Stick with the plan. Uh, but first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where you go to find out how much your home can rent for, uh, where – they can create extra cash flow for you and your family. They can help you create long-term equity and build long-term wealth by renting out your property. If you're currently renting, you can upsize, downsize, move around, whatever part of town you want to go to because Renters Warehouse has incredible inventory of rental property available to you or anyone. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. It is eSports. I am going to post, at least in the Facebook comments, our a to Z sports bracket. So you nice. guys can sign up uh, bracket challenge. The winner it's absolutely free. You know, you know, no charge. The winner is going to get 500 big ones straight from the A to Z bank account. Boom. Right there. We are going to what? Cut you a check, a briefcase of money, put you a, a visa gift card, whatever you want. We can figure that out. $500 to the winner. Sign up today and also download the BetMGM app using the promo code A to Z Sports. All right, so uh, Brent says the Dennis Kelly cut is dumb. Kelly had a very, very cheap contract, and he was a good player. Started all year at right tackle and did very well. Look, the last, the last sentence in Brent's comment 
started all year at right tackle and did very well. I agree with Dennis Kelly has been phenomenal for this football team ever since he was traded for by the Philadelphia Eagles for Doriel Green Beckham. It was a brilliant move by John Robinson and John Robinson got a lot out of Dennis Kelly. But as Buck talked about last night, this was the plan the entire time. Dennis Kelly last year, last March, signed a three-year deal for $17 And how it was structured, it was cheap salary cap hit in year one. It goes up by nearly double in year two and similar in year three. The plan was, and the drafting of Isaiah Wilson even shows you further, that the plan was have Dennis Kelly be your bridge right tackle for a year while he's the cheapest, while he's only counting like $3 million on the cap. But when he now counts $8 million on the cap or $7 million on the cap, you move on from him and let your first-round draft pick take over. Well, that changed. Insert Lamb. Now Kendall Lamb's your right tackle, who is now cheaper than Dennis Kelly. And you move on from a guy who's been great for you, but he's getting older and his best days are probably behind him as a right tackle because that's what happens. And Dennis Kelly will find a new job. Dennis Kelly is valuable because his ability to play left and right tackle, potentially slide into guard at times. So Dennis Kelly will find work in the NFL. But with the Tennessee Titans, this was the plan the entire time. And so John Robinson didn't allow the absolute whiff where he swung so hard the baseball bat him in the back of the head after he missed on Isaiah Wilson. He didn't allow that to change his overall game plan for the right tackle position. He adapted. And stuck with the plan. This was a successful transaction from start to finish by John Robinson regarding Dennis Kelly. What he got for him, what Dennis Kelly did for the Titans, how he helped and improved the team. He gave them backup ability when he first started. He gave them starting ability, which I think surprised them. He paid him and gave him a contract and then let him go. And Dennis Kelly, when he signed the contract, you look at the numbers, his agent had to have said, look, this is what they're going to do, right? The writing was on the wall. But look, I think John Robinson has had a couple of these successful transactions. I think Daquan Jones was a successful transaction, what they got out of Daquan Jones. Jarrell Casey, I think, was a successful transaction of what they got out of Jarrell Casey in signing or drafting and signing him through the course of his career. This is another successful thing. It's a business. We all know that. Dennis Kelly's not butthurt. John Robinson's not butthurt. You just move on, and that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, and that's ex- and exactly what it is, and you sign somebody who's a little younger and a little bit cheaper to come in and do the job. That The entire draft replace repeat or trade for replace with cheaper free agent and veteran who knows how to do it, and Lamb, who had time with the Browns, can, can fill that Dennis Col- Kelly uh, hole right there. And so this is all about the plan. It's the Titans are the philosophy of John Robinson is that the elite of the elite on the roster get extended. Everybody else is viewed as expendable and replaceable in some form or fashion. Or have the ability to play into a contract. That's what I'm saying. The, The elite of the elite get extended. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, get extended. But there is also a portion of the roster. You have the elites. Then there's a portion of the roster that, can be disposed of, or they can play their way into elite. I guess, I guess, like if you're talking about uh, examples of non-elite guys who have gotten extensions, like 
Jeff Swain, one-year deal, right? Dennis Kelly, three years, $17 million, is a unique circumstance. Daquan Jones got an extension. He's not elite of elite, the elite on the, on the roster. But not a lot of guys are getting second-year deals from the Titans unless you're Derrick Henry, A.J. Brown, Kevin Byard, Taylor Lewan. Well, and those guys are drafted, right? Because the, the setup is how you become the elite of a football team is you get the benefit, right? You are drafted by said team. They get the ability to, to negotiate a big contract prior to your rookie deal being up, and then you become an elite. Yeah. That, uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Simmons is trending to be that. Well, A.J. Brown's going to be that first. Because A.J. Brown exactly. is that next year, we're talking about A.J. Brown's contract. Because he's a second-round pick. Yeah. In, in two years from now, we're talking about Jeff Simmons getting a big deal. And hopefully by that time, for the Titans' sake, that – the salary cap has recovered in revenue with a new TV deal, and it's in the $220, $230 million cap, and they can afford to do all these things and build on it. And, and Steph Dobbs was, uh, I think, is correct. Daquan was kind of like that. Now, he didn't get into the elite, but drafted, played his way into a, a good contract. Three they, years for $20 million. John Robinson gave him that. That's a that's a success. Daquan Jones is the success of the Tennessee Titans. So Brent says this. None of John Robinson's – Brent Matlock, different Brent. says none of John Robinson's draft picks are getting extensions, which isn't good. Shows he's missed on a lot of first-round picks. Here's the run of John Robinson first-round picks. Jack Conklin, Corey Davis, Dory Jackson, Rashawn Evans, Jeff Simmons, and Isaiah Wilson. So obviously he's moved on from his first three guys. Conklin – Davis Adoree did not make it more than four years of this team. Now, Adoree, we don't know because Adoree is a different situation. Jack Conklin priced himself out of a, of a restructure. Of a yeah, well, let, let's save this first round okay. conversation because I, I think we can have this later on in the week. But and, and, well, the, the, simply the, said, the conversation though, is going to be where are all the first rounders? I think we can try and to I, find and out. I have what, a lot of opinions on this about like how people are freaking out about not re signing first round draft picks. And it's okay, we'll save that for another day uh, because we've got a lot of stuff to get to. And the, those first round, rounders, they ain't coming back. <laughs> no, they're gone because right. I mean, they're getting $12.5 million elsewhere a year. So here is one thing. And, that, and there's, yeah, it, here's one thing that we have to shift. If looking at the Titans roster right now, they have holes. They've got, and this is in the midst of free agency. Well, free agency hasn't officially started, which I think is so ridiculous, but that's another conversation. Let's talk about this. And I'm really curious to hear everybody's opinion watching at home. We're broadcasting live here from Mandu and Green Hills. It'll change your life. 15 minute workout. It's, it simulates five hours in the weight room. What's the biggest priority, though, for the Titans in free agency right now? Four positions yeah. of need. Cornerback, wide receiver, tight end, or inside linebacker. So that's the question that we are going to ask you guys. Comment in the comment section right there. What is the biggest priority for the Titans free agency right now? Make your selection and comment in the comment section. First, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to get your next vehicle. Quick trip down I-40, exit 236. It literally is a it's a great drive. And plus, the drive back will be even better, Austin, because you will be in a new vehicle or a used vehicle. Whatever uh, you decide when you go to Wilson County Hyundai. I drive a Hyundai. I'm looking at my 2012 Hyundai Sonata right now. It is perfect. Dominating the streets. Feel incredible about it. 
You can have a Sonata or a Palisade, which is their brand new SUV. They've got them in stock. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. A to Z Sports. Don't forget BetMGM, the king of sports books. Download the app. Sign up today using our bonus code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $600 with your first deposit and your first bet right there at BetMGM. College basketball tournaments coming up uh, starting Thursday with the first four games. Then you've got Friday slate all through the weekend. So BetMGM. Uh, is where to go download the app, use our code ATOZ Sports. Let's read this. What's the biggest priority for the Titans in free agency right now? Cornerback, wide receiver, tight end, or inside linebacker? Ronnie comes out with wide receiver. Sawyer says cornerback. Denny says wide receiver. Titans for Life says cornerback. So we got wide receiver, cornerback, wide receiver, cornerback. Middle inside linebacker from Dadson. Wide receiver from Nick Martinez. Uh, Steven says corner. Monsoon says tight end. Steven says corner. Now we're talking about free agency, not necessarily draft. So to separate those, Terry says that the Titans need a cornerback. Right now, Jeff says uh, that they would need corner. Then wide receiver would be second. Marquis says wide out. So does Sean, Bobby, Jared, Terrence, Brent, all wide receiver. But then you've got... Uh, Darren says cornerback, and Marcus says tight end. So kind of spread out, but overall, I think the sentiment is wide receiver. Billy, Dom, Justin all go with wide out. What do you think, Austin? This is tough because there's one guy on the open market that I think makes a lot of sense that's kind of goes against my feeling. Quan Alexander got cut yesterday by the Saints. I saw that. Quan Alexander was evaluated and drafted to Tampa. I knew that. When Titans GM John Robinson was in Tampa as the number two guy. That is correct. Quan Alexander would be a really solid fit at the inside linebacker position. Quan Alexander can play. Quan Alexander can ball. Quan Alexander He's a cap casually. feels like the right move to make this defense feel whole. <laughs> so... Normally, without Quan Alexander, I say wide receiver all day because you got to get multiple. Like, you have to get a veteran wide receiver and a draft pick. But I think Quan Alexander, go get your guy, J-Rob. 26 years old, too. Prime time, baby. I, I mean, I like that because I, I like Quan Alexander. He, he, him and now they draft. What do you know about Quan? Because you're the, our resident Bucks fan. What do you I, you watch? I take, more, I, I take that with pride you, as as being a Super Bowl as being a Super Bowl champion. You watched more Quan Alexander than even the the biggest LSU fan. Yeah, and I've watched. So yeah, Quan uh, Alexander tackling machine, very good. Now he's not as good as Devin White, and they let him go because he played himself into that contract. Quan Alexander was a wanted man out of Tampa, and so I think I like this idea. Again, he's a cap casualty. The Saints are in cap disarray. Yeah, he well, his contract with the Niners was just like astronomical, where you're like, oh my gosh, like what in the world? That's why he was a wanted man. Yeah. Now, John Lynch signed him to that deal. John Lynch obviously pays attention to Tampa because John Lynch is a staple in the Buccaneers' uh, ring of right. honor. I, I just I think that Quan Alexander, with for the right price, I like that. I do. So you're going inside linebacker. On this. I, I, when you're at, when you're talking, like if you're putting names to it, Quan Alexander is very intriguing. 
if you're not adding any names and you're just talking positionally, then wide receiver is the answer. Because as I mentioned earlier in the show, wide receiver is starting to pick up in this free agent signings this morning. I would look, I've, I've made my selection for who I think the Titans should go out as wide receiver. As for, Now, they have more money now than when we first broached this, yes. this su- subject, but I like Keelan Cole. Okay, so let me go through. I like Keelan Cole. Wide rec- yeah, because I brought him to the table. Well, yeah, yeah, fair. So here are the wide receiver signings. So guys who are off the board now in free agency. Corey Davis, Nelson Aguilar, um, Marvin Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Kendrick Bourne, Agnew went to the Jags, and then you got some small guys like Tyrell Williams, Andre Watt Roberts, and your guy John Ross. Your guy John Ross. You're talking about busts. He, Corey Davis just got – $27 million guaranteed. Which is ridiculous. As a fifth overall Which is pick. ridiculous. But you thought John Ross was the guy back in that draft. John Ross. Well, ends up Mike Williams was. So it's a moot point because. What's Mike Williams? Did Mike Williams get his fifth year option picked up? Yes. Okay. So. Uh, Mike but, Williams is but really again, good. But John Ross was your guy. You were all about John Ross. Yeah, you were in I, love I like, with John Ross. I like to speak. So if Corey Davis got $27 million guaranteed by the Jets, John Ross also went to New York for $26 million guaranteed less. John Ross got a big fat $1 million guaranteed. So for as much hate as you give Corey Davis, John Ross has been significantly bigger of a bust. But Both busts. I'm just saying. Both busts. Your guy, John Does it Ross, matter? Does it matter guy, John if you're Ross. both a bust? I'm just saying. If you're both a bust. I'm just saying. Bust. Your, your guy, John Mike Ross. Mike Williams was the best out of all of them. Fine. You can't, like, you're now talking about second and third. It doesn't matter. Okay. If we were talking about first and second, I think you have a point, but you're you're kind of going. My, no, my point is you niche. love John Ross, and, and you also. I did like John Ross. And you also have been hating on Corey Davis for years. Because he's Corey a, Davis. Who got drafted first? Uh, Corey Davis did. Four spots different. Right? Exactly. All right. So. Top five pick. I move on from that. So. Um, did, did you know he was a top five pick? I did know that. You told me several times. Okay. Just making sure. So you think. So you think. In the NFL draft. Back, back to the conversation. Um, priority right now. I say wide receiver. You say. I really like Keelan Cole. But is, is he. I, lo- I, of I, like, I like the idea of Quan Alexander. But my answer. Is cornerback. I, I just I, 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 I know they just got one, but they need more. This is what I said at the beginning of free agency. If you watch this show consistently, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty loyal to what I think and what my views are. The Titans needed to focus on the defensive side of the football. They can go out and get a wide receiver in the draft. They can go get Keelan Cole here in the next few days, if not next week because he's going to be in the second to third wave of guys going. So kick that down the the road. Go target what you need. Inside linebacker, I think I would value as at two. But Janoris Jenkins is already a piece of that. Like you've already got part of your fix there. And so like who are your starting corners? Right now it's Christian Fulton and Janoris Jenkins. How many corners play on a consistent basis? Who's your running back or wide receiver? Who are your wide receivers? Your but, wide receivers are in worse shape than your corners. But no, I, I told you the idea. What's the question? The question is, what's the biggest uh, pr- 
priority right now in free agency. Right now is the key word. I think in a week, right now, will be Keelan Cole or wide receiver that is going to cost you a couple million dollars. That's my philosophy behind it. I like the idea of targeting a corner first that you can get, that you're going to have to pay for, that's going to be less than a Dory Jackson was that you just cut. Next is inside linebacker. Next is tight end and last is wide receiver because I think you're going to address wide receiver late in free agency and more importantly in the draft. Well, I, I, I tweeted this yesterday. The Titans draft needs over the last several days have not changed. Bud Dupree does not change the Titans draft needs. Neither does Danico Autry and neither does Lamb. Neither does Janoris Jenkins and neither does cutting all these other guys and letting Corey and Johnny walk. The Titans draft needs remain the same. But the order in which they go off the board is important. They have four draft picks in the top 100. In those four picks, they must get, in whatever order, an edge rusher, a wide receiver, and a corner. And they might have to double dip at one of those three positions. I just don't know which one they need to double dip at right now because free agency is still really hadn't even started, Nick was saying. Just as a fun little activity. Are uh, you going to Spo? You bringing will, Spo into this? Well, <laughs> well you remember. No, let the record show. Zach is bringing Spo into this. Well, no. I, well, you jumped the gun because you looked at my screen. But well, somebody uh, again, you jumped the gun. Uh, you know, you trying to that. find this is oh, Gregor. <laughs> Look up Cole's value on Spo. I don't think it's available. I, tried to. I know you tried to. That's the best part. You've already tried to use, and they won't let you use. Because he doesn't have that available. So no. They don't have market value available for Keelan Cole. You can't get, or that, for you can't get that Spo fix. I'm fine, man. I was just. <laughs> I'm fine. Anytime, anytime somebody you ask somebody if they have a problem, they say I'm fine. That tells you everything you need to know. You are addicted to Spo, but I'm not. Spo, they're, they're, I'm with Alex. I'm with Alex Doherty. Spo is living rent free in Zach Bingham. There's no, there's no info on Spo. God, you are so annoying. <laughs> Spo, like, no, no. You're the one who's obsessed with Spo track. It's you. No, it's you, not me. It's you. You've been, you've been. You've been referencing this thing for the last three weeks. Because I've had to, it's the free agency. I've period. had to listen to it. Okay, I'm sorry for bringing some it's, resources. It's to not the table. my head. It's your head. No, it's not. It's it's not. <laughs> All right. I've I've said who I want. I would love this. Here's a great scenario. Tight end market. I I, I think we got to do a little bit. We we have to have a bigger conversation about the tight end market. I hope this week on A to Z Sports, but. Two guys that I would love to for the Titans to sign in this free agency, Quan Alexander, I think that would be a great move at a certain price. Keelan Cole from the Jags here next week at some point. Mm -hmm. A corner, I don't know who's on the market right now. Uh, that you may go do that work for you some, too. Some some <laughs> have been some have been off, but well, look, it's Wednesday. That, uh, that's the uh, best part. Uh, yeah, that's the best I know, part. I know. All right, so you can go get your fix at Spo and do I that know. work. <laughs> but again, like you're never mind. All right, I've, so I've targeted my guys, the, the guys that I think the Titans I think can get value and good football player. Good football player. Yes, go get a good football player. That's who you need to sign. That so loves real, ball. Real quick on the tight end market. Uh, so today, watch for Anthony Ferkser news. Because Anthony Ferkser is a restricted free agent. And with the official league year starting at 3 o'clock Central Time today, the Titans will probably decide to either 
extend him to a multi-year contract or slap one of those restricted free agent tenders on him. And the lowest tender they can pay Anthony Ferkser is like $2.1 million as an undrafted player. So keep an eye out for Anthony Ferkser uh, news today. I think Anthony Ferkser, as Rob brings up, I think Anthony Ferkser, who's Adam Humphrey's uh, bigger little brother, is uh, helps replace Adam Humphrey's on third down in the slot on third and medium. I think Anthony Ferkser can play a valuable role in this offense, but he's not replacing Johnny Smith. So, but I do think something's going to happen there today. All right, we now shift to throwing shade. I've just found two new shades. I'm loaded. Loaded. This is how I want shade to go. I'll front end quick, quick, quick tidbits of shade. Then you're going to come with your fire shade against a. uh, I have new shade. Twitter street rat. No, you've got news. I have new shade. I'm being attacked by two other SEC fan bases. Like, okay, now, for no reason. Okay, now I'm intrigued. All right, but first let me tell you guys about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. We were there yesterday, uh, and they do a fantastic job in their beautiful facility in Franklin, Tennessee. They do everything in that one building, whether it's diagnosing the injury, having the doctor's clinics there. Also, the surgery center is there, too. All the testing machines are there, and... Uh, the rehab facility also at their one facility in Bone and Joint. Again, boneandjointtn.org. Nowhere to go when that injury happens live. Again, boneandjointtn.org. Shout out to Mandu. 15 minutes can literally change your life. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's going to only be 15 minutes. And these two people behind us, you can see, they're going to do their workout and go on with their day. Go on with their Wednesday. That's the best part. Come into Mandu. They've got locations. Go to mandu.com. Locations all over the country now and more popping up. So see if one is in your area and try it today for for no money. It's free. Yes. So uh, I've got two shades. One, they have both to do with other SEC fan bases attacking me on Twitter for something that they're assuming. So, but first, get go ahead and get your side shade uh, taken. Couple of side shades. Yes. First, this is shade on, and it's really like I feel sorry for. I feel sorry for the fan bases of the Texans and the Bears. <laughs> the, Tex- the Texans decide, okay, Deshaun Watson's unhappy. We're going to go sign Tyrod Taylor. Oh, my so, God. Tyrod yeah. or Tyrod? Tyrod. Tyrod. I thought it was Tyrod. I thought it was Tyrod. I thought it was Tyrod. Tyrod Taylor. When he was with the Browns backing up Baker, he said it was Tyrod. Go ahead. I've always said Tyrod. I, yeah. So I'm Tyrod or Tyrod? Tyrod. 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 Shout out to Tyrod or Tyrod <laughs> Taylor. Congratulations on your money. I'm sorry for Texas fans. The other thing, the Bears. They yeah. tried to get Russell Wilson and instead they get Andy Dalton. That is, it's like going to a steak dinner and deciding just, whoop, we're going to go to Arby's. Meatloaf. Right? Like it's, it's, it's a switch. The other shade, and, and this just came out this morning, I, I find this. This is our society. So I'm not going to dive deep into this, but Deshaun Watson, obviously accused of sexual assault. He's being sued. A law, a lawsuit is going against him. But Deshaun Watson goes to Twitter and gets in front of this smartly, and I think brings something to the table and says, the plaintiff's lawyer claims that it isn't about money, but before filing the suit, he made a baseless six-figure settlement demand. 
It's so, not about money. But it's always about the money. But right, J.J. Watt? Right. It's always about the money. Right? So I, that shade on this plaintiff's lawyer, I don't know the situation. We don't know the details. But that is telling. Don't tell me it's not about money after you've asked about money. All right. So my first shade is the new shade of the morning. This goes to fan base in the SEC number two that is now attacking me for something they're assuming. So Adam Sparks, who covers Vandy football for the Tennessean, really good beat writer, uh, tweets the video out. Vandy spring practice starts today. No jersey numbers on Vandy football players as spring practice opens. It appears they'll have to earn them Tim Corbinish. So I quote tweet and say, what an incredibly annoying thing to do. I think that's really annoying for Vandy football to have zero jersey numbers on the 110 scholarship and walk-on athletes who are wearing helmets on a football field as a media member who's covered practices. That's annoying as hell. That's the most annoying thing you can do is have zero identification process of 110 football players. So Vandy fans take it as me being a Tennessee graduate and saying, oh, if Tennessee did this, you'd, you'd talk about how it's going to help Very win the Butch East. Jones. No, it's, it's – well, Tim Corbin I respect. Tim Corbin's fantastic. I like hearing him talk. He knows how to lead and how to galvanize a group. But this is stupid. College baseball, they're set in positions where you know, oh, that dude plays center field. He's out there in the middle where there's nobody within 40 yards of him. Oh, there's the shortstop, the second base. You know who they are. They don't have to have numbers. In football, you got dudes running around all the place. I have no idea who these guys are without numbers. Numbers identify players. This is a stupid, annoying thing to do from a media perspective. So Drew, Auric, Greg, Caleb, Nicholas, and uh, Chris, Davey. No, not Davey. He's on my team. Uh, Mike, all of you guys, shut up. It's about covering from a media perspective, not about me being a ball guy. Uh, I, I'm with you on this. I think this is good. That was a good shade. Thank you. That was a good shade. I respect that. That's my bonus shade. That's not even my real shade today. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Uh, very telling. Uh, all right. So what is your next shade? My next shade has to do with the Alabama fan who tried to personally attack me. Because if you watch the SEC tournament on Friday, Tennessee had basketball had a 15-point lead in the second half over Alabama. They choke it away. Alabama comes back wins the game, they go on to win the SEC title. They're a two-seed in the NCAA tournament. So officiating got a little dicey there in the second half. It was bad. I, If you know me, if you follow me on Twitter, I despise SEC basketball officials. So I tweet this out. I tweet out, quote tweeting Teresa Walker, says Alabama in the bonus, officials in this game calling literally everything right now. I quote tweet saying, College basketball refs ruin nearly every game. Chris, who is Titan tighter, big roll tide guy, says, Sore looser. Your orange glasses didn't see the bad calls against Bama. Your inability of seeing a game neutral is why you're not on the radio, <laughs> which is laughable because Chris showed how much of an idiot he is in five ways in one tweet one it's loser not looser two this is an <laughs> anti-college basketball ref tweet how i said they ruined every game not just balls if i would have said they ruined balls games that's homer i said every game it's college insinuated though yes three he has no idea how many homers are talk on radio in the state of alabama 
four, I own my own business. Mm. And five, the highest rated radio show in Nashville, the second highest rated local radio show in the country in the midday slot, left radio to go do what we have been doing for the last four and a half years. So why am I not on the radio? <laughs> I'm not on the radio because I own my own business that is the future of sports talk radio in shade. I think it's good shade. And to that, uh, maybe some news today that will surface regarding A to Z sports on that particular topic. So be looking at that. Uh, I understand your uh, being upset. So that's why I think on that. Yeah. And then well, the guy tweeted me to the next day. I, I tweeted at like several guys who I do college basketball betting with. I said, you guys ready for today? And Titan Titan responded with, you still crying from yesterday, bro? I'm like, no, no, get over yourself. He's doing, he was doing right there. <laughs> That's yes, pretty good. Thank you. Let's go to the comment section and, and get shade of what you guys think. Uh, Jake, Jacob says shade on the Columbia Lowe's. Who was supposed to have 102 cartons of flooring I needed after driving over an hour from Murfreesboro, found out they only had 75. So, <laughs> that, unfortunate, don't do math on air, but 27 short on the for the Columbia loads. Well, getting, Jacob, you should know where you need to be going for flooring. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's Calvin and Subtle. Yeah. Uh, they won't run out. No. Aaron says shade on me for not wearing green for St. Patrick's Day. I'm surrounded by green. You got green boxers on? Is that what you're, you're going to claim here? Oh, I do. Do you really? I, I don't. Do I have, mean, I'm not uh, going to. Oh, <laughs> there you go. That, oh, yeah. Green. You do have some green plaid on the back. Right? Green plaid. So fair, Aaron. Aaron, right? It's hidden, the, but it's there. The first time that anybody showed their underwear live on our show. Yeah, but, you know, we're evolving. Uh, Cody says <laughs> shade on the Cincinnati Reds for basically existing since that's all they do. Uh, I did think I don't about, know the relevance. I did that. think about taking a future bet. I got tipped off on a future bet of going the under on total wins for the Cincinnati Reds. And I think I figured out I was like, I'm not gonna do that to myself. I'm not gonna cheer against a franchise all year long that I'm not even gonna watch. Right. So I decided not to do that. Uh Zach says throwing shade on Chattanooga weather. Haven't seen the sun in two days now. Looks like more weather is coming, unfortunately. Jim Cantori's tweet from this morning was like the most dramatic tweet and like yeah. terrible, like fear, 36 hours, be safe. Uh, Danny says throwing shade on car dealerships, jacking up prices on crap cars because it's tax time. Danny, Danny, Danny. We have a solution for this, Here's too. Here's your solution. Go to Wilson County Hyundai. They will not jack up the price. Actually, Danny, if you go to Wilson County Hyundai and say you heard about them, on A to Z sports, they will lower the price instead of jack up the price. And that is a true blue promise right there, Danny. Uh, shade on anyone trying to cancel the legendary Bill Burr. Cody, I also saw that. I would agree with that. Um, understand comedy. Uh, that That's what I would say. Don't get butt hurt. We're going to talk about getting sensitive here in a second with my shade. Um, Jason says, throwing shade at myself for becoming a fan of the teams that will never win championships, including the Tennessee Vols, the Tennessee Titans, and the Atlanta Braves. That's a hard pill to swallow. Uh, Cody says, shade on Austin for only thinking about himself and not worrying about how he'd identify a player. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, 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 identify the player on a football field. Cody, have you, have you covered a football practice? No. Like, if the Titans did not have football player or numbers on their players – I would be able to point out Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry because they 
they're the most like I mean you do more than that, but college athletes where you don't know a handful of walk-ons or a true freshman class you're seeing for the first time, you need jersey numbers on football players to cover a practice in media. Yeah, fair. Uh, and a couple more shades till I get uh, uh, when until I get to mine, and that is uh, shade on the Pelicans for blowing the lead last night and Dame time happened. That was impressive, fifty point performance. I actually lost that Did bet. You take the over. I I won the over. I lost Trailblazers oh, minus dude, two. If you watch AZ Sports picks, minus two. Oh, they won by one because of a free throw at the end, one twenty five to one twenty four. I knew. I, uh, uh, Brian was all about that Pelicans over. <laughs> I know, and it the hit. Pelicans over. Is it money. hit, and Literally. I won money on it, yeah. but it kind of canceled it out. All right, so here's my shade. Something happened this week. I'm going to tell a story, and this this needs explaining, and we talk about sensitivity on the internet, and this needs to be clarified. Everybody has an opinion on Twitter. I understand that. I understand what platform we're on, and this has been used before. So to start, if you follow it as Sports, you probably saw this. A fan of the show, Mitch Ferkins, and you've seen the tattoo right here. I mean, Mitch Ferkins is a diehard Titans fan. Well, this is the original Mitch Ferkins picture, okay? The original Mitch Ferkins picture says, this game is for the boy Matt Neely. That was a tribute after Matt Neely, another diehard Titans fan, tragically passed away all of a sudden. Over a year ago. Yeah, the, the season of 2019, right before the Broncos game uh, in Denver. Right, so you see that. So I've done this a couple of times. This is creativity. We own a digital media company. Uh, I have replaced that to ask Titans fans questions using that sign. I think it's a great picture. So I went out and I photoshopped what big free agent should the Titans get this week. I've also photoshopped other pictures that say, tighten up or are you ready for the playoff game it is a marketing strategy it means nothing towards or degrading matt neely the late matt neely which i will discuss here in a second but after i posted that i got pushback from titans film room now titans film room does a great job for broadway media all of that stuff i i, I follow him on twitter he does a good job he is a diehard titans fan as well but he says this is in poor taste. Okay. So that's when I had to jump in and say, why is this in poor taste? And I screenshotted this at the perfect time because when I read this is in poor taste, I immediately thought of the gif of Michael from the office saying, why are we doing this? So he responds and says, I mean, you have erased the original message, so surely you know what it means to some people, yet you chose to tweet it anyway. So Titans Film Room is saying that it is a uh, a knock on Matt Neely for erasing this and putting this. I go on to say, we've used this image before, message with Mitch Ferkins. It means absolutely zero disrespect to Matt Neely. Don't make this something that it's not just because you're on the internet. Titans Film Room then responds and says, that's why I called it poor taste. That is not poor taste, okay, bud? I'm just going to have to tell you. Do not get sensitive, okay? Matt Neely, great Titans fan. I've met Matt Neely. I've shaken his hand. I've talked to him right outside the bus of Bussing with the Boys. This is the type of stuff that Matt Neely likes. He's a Titans, diehard Titans fan. Probably still is in, is in heaven. 
He likes the communication between Titans fans. This is not a knock at him as a person or his life. This is interaction. So what I would say is stop it. <laughs> stop it, okay? Let's be less sensitive on the internet, okay? Don't find the nook and cranny or the crack to come in there and feel bad about something or twist words. It meant nothing in that regard. We have memorialized Matt Neely on A to Z Sports, the company that I own multiple times, and will continue to do so when warranted. But I disagree 100% when you think that that was disrespectful. And the best part is I can do whatever the hell I want, right? And that will continue to be a meme, I promise you. I will change that to some, to, to something else to ask Titans fans what they feel. So that's not going to stop. I don't understand where you're coming from. It's not poor taste. That is shade on that entire situation. So I will end it with stop being sensitive. And this is not just towards this situation. This is towards a lot of situations. The internet, it's okay. You don't have to get your panties in a wad all the time. That's my shit. All right. Heck of a show. Big show here at Mandu in Green Hills. Come check it out. I'll be back here later today, actually. Uh, for my workouts, a 15 minute workout. Somebody was asking like what, what was happening behind us. Full body workout, 15 minutes, electronic muscle simulation, full body uh, that simulates five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Rob says he was just being a sore loser. Loser. <laughs> All right, guys. So we will see you tomorrow on a Titans Thursday. It's Titans free agency week. Who knows what's going to happen today because it officially starts at 3 o'clock. And this is pretty good. Donald comes at me. This is just funny. He goes, this is coming from a man triggered by a website, spotrack.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was funny, Donald. That was funny. All right, guys. We'll see you later on. Have a good Wednesday. Thanks. Adios.